It's good to see so many, especially of the students from U of M here today and from elsewhere. God bless you. We're glad to have you with us. I was talking to somebody this week, and we were talking about this gospel lesson and how beautiful it is. It's, it's one of the most beautiful gospel lessons that there is. It comes from the gospel according to St. John. And one thing we have to understand about the gospel according to St. John is it's a very theological gospel. It's the last one that was written. It was probably written around the year 90 A.D. The first two gospels, Matthew and Mark, were written in the 50s, most likely. The gospel according to St. Luke, a little bit after that. And so, roughly... 30 to 40 years, roughly 40 years after Matthew and Mark, and about 20 years after St. Luke, John writes his gospel. And so John has in his mind the other three gospels. He knows what they've written. And he feels that he doesn't need to repeat those things that they've already said. Some things he does, some things he doesn't. But his gospel starts off, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. It starts off very theological. It connects Jesus Christ to the creation. And it connects constantly in his gospel. The Son with the Father. The Father with the Son. Both of them are as one. It's the one gospel that integrates how the Holy Spirit will be working and giving us life and producing good works for those who are in the church. It's very, very theological. And the first few chapters are exactly as I said. They're very theological, including this one, chapter 3, where we find this gospel lesson. Basically, after, in chapter 1 and 2, he also goes into some of the things that happen, but he weaves them into the theology that he is expressing about who Christ is and why he came and became incarnate. And so now we get to this gospel lesson in chapter 3. And as I was talking, this person brought up, this person's not orthodox, by the way, and brought up, well, I understand what he says in John 3.16. It's so common that we call this, this section John 3.16 because it's so famous, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son. And in the lines after that, this man was saying to me, it says, for God didn't come to condemn the world, but so that the world might be saved through his son. But that doesn't seem to jive with me. That doesn't seem to make sense. Of course God is a condemning God. We hear all about this in the Old Testament. We hear how he condemned the enemies of, of Israel or even the Israelites themselves when they were not following his commandments. But when we look at this, we have to really take into consideration what was said in the Old Testament and what it means for us. The fathers of the church, particularly the Cappadocian fathers as we call them, St. Basil the Great, St. Gregory the Theologian, St. Gregory of Nyssa, they write about these things, especially about the Old Testament. 
And one thing we learn from them is the way to understand what happened in the Old Testament, especially with all those wars, especially when we see God seemingly condemning all these people and even seemingly bringing them to their deaths. But if we look at it that way, it's a very narrow way of looking at things. And it's not the way that the church has intended it to be looked at. It's not the way it's meant to be interpreted. What's happening in the Old Testament is a war between God and evil. Between righteousness and sinfulness. And this, these wars that constantly take place in the Old Testament that we see happening. And by the way, nothing changes under the sun. They still continue to this day. We all know. But all these things that happened in the Old Testament were meant to be and to give us an understanding that we have to be constantly at spiritual warfare against sinning, against sinfulness, against evil. And we have to fight that and we have to condemn it and we will be victorious in it through Christ. So when God says, or when St. John says that Christ was sent into the world not to condemn the world, it is nothing different. It is not a change of mind of God from the Old Testament. For even in the Old Testament, God was always trying to bring people back to Him. But because war was taking place with sinfulness and with evil, people were moving away from God. And He continues the exact same thought and position that He had in the Old Testament, which is to bring us back to Him to shield us from all that is sinful and evil, or to offer us that protection and salvation, rather. So when we look at these things and sometimes question, is the God of the Old Testament the same God of the New Testament? Yes, He is. And yes, the message is the same throughout. Because just as God in the Old Testament is telling us that we need to fight sin and we need to fight evil, so Jesus Christ tells us the same thing. And the reason that we need to fight evil and the reason that we need to fight sin is so that we can be with God, so that He can bring us into His fold. That's what He wants us to do. It is our rebellion that keeps us out of it. It's not his condemnation. It's our rebellion that keeps us out. So God sent his son into the world to do the exact same thing that he had been doing all along, except this time to do it in person. This time with the eyes and through the eyes of a human being. This time with God who takes on flesh so that when God becomes a human being, He can sanctify, He can consecrate, He can hallow the human being so that it can be raised and saved and into the Lord's heavenly kingdom.
This has to do with spiritual warfare. And it will continue to the end of time until Christ comes again. We constantly need to be on alert. We constantly need to be careful. First and foremost, about what we are doing. Trying to make sure that we ourselves are not rebelling against God and moving towards sin and moving towards things that are evil. But knowing that God has sent His Son to be hung on a cross so that through His sacrifice we can be saved. Indeed, how much more love could God show than that? To give His most precious one to us. Not so that we can be condemned. Not so that we can be rebellious, but so that we can have salvation and forgiveness through Christ. Amen.